0: Hey, everybody. This is AJ. Uh, As you may have noticed, we kind of uh, kept quiet for the last few days here. We actually recorded the show you're about to hear uh, at the end of May and the um, civil unrest and protests that originated in Minneapolis began to spread across the country and indeed the world. And uh, even though we're just a small little gaming podcast, we felt it was best to uh, kind of get out of the way, let the more important voices be heard uh it just didn't feel like it was the right time to uh joke around talk about video games Uh, there's still a lot of uh work to be done uh we hope that you've taken the time to listen to voices in your community uh that can help support the black lives matter movement can help support police reform and uh we hope you're paying attention to what's going on in your local politics because a lot of this change that we are seeking right now happens at the local level and builds up from there. So I urge you all to, uh, you know, get out there, register to vote. If you haven't pay attention to what's going on, learn about your candidates and get ready to vote when your next elections are coming up, uh, leading up to the big election in November. Uh, so we're going to go back to the show now. Uh, hopefully we're all ready for a little bit of, uh, escape to our usual half hour, uh, show here but we just wanted to say at this time black lives matter uh it is not right for anyone to be judged or persecuted based on the color of their skin uh, the gender they identify with or whoever they love and if you disagree with that you should probably just unsubscribe to this show right now uh because that's who we are and we're not going to change that for anything and uh Hopefully you're good with that. I think based on the number of subscribers we have and how many of them I actually know, you're probably all fine with that. So thanks for kind of listening to me ramble. Uh, It's two white guys podcasting about video games. I I, I didn't know quite what to say. So this is a stream of consciousness thing. Uh, I don't have the answers. Very few people do Uh, just be open-minded, educate yourself and, uh, yeah, let's uh as Jeff canada would say, make the world a better place. So thank you. Without further ado, I give you the Exploding Rail podcast. We're recording? Yes, the screen tells you so. You I see. see. Yes. We've re- we're max level in division, man. We do, well no we're, we're, we're max level in base division but now yeah. we got 10 more levels again that's
1: you know I think that's pretty cool
0: like fucking division's a fucking good time you yeah, should God, really oh fucking cherish your fucking time spent in that fucking game
1: I still don't think you say as much as they do in the average minute of that game yeah <laughs> Welcome to the Exploding Barrel Podcast for May 30th, 2020. This is Mike Minotti, joined by my brother, AJ. How's it going, I Ash hope guy? you took note
0: of that explicit tag on iTunes. Yeah. Yeah. We, so.
1: we wasted no time today. Apparently not. Apparently not. Uh, so uh, so how, how are you doing, Ash guy?
0: Oh, you is know. World a hellhole? Ups and downs, strikes yeah. and gutters.
1: <laughs> yeah. I like it uh so you know we'll talk about some of the games we've been playing uh i'm curious to see to hear what you think what you're expecting from this playstation event next week yeah yeah, we'll
0: talk about that we'll we'll, we'll
1: speculate so i guess you know we can start there what what, i mean what do you you think we're seeing on june 4th i'll see some games they said games are we seeing the box
0: the the console itself, God, I would hope so. You it's would think right? it feels weird to. I've already shown the controller, and then a, a, your next like big event where it's like, here's the future of the PlayStation to not show us what the box looks like. Right. Also, what do you make of the fact now that your your precious two tone controller seems to no longer be two tone, and huh? all these like previews? have you noticed like it just looks like a black controller now? Oh, uh, really? Teasers they put up. Yeah. Oh my God. It's hard people, to tell like if it's just like the lighting of the CG of this thing or not. People are it,
1: the worst. That, if that's true, like, seriously, that's I like, I know it's stupid, but I'm mad. Like, like, my, I still so couldn't believe that. Like, we did we did this and was like, why isn't it just all black?
0: <laughs> oh, my God. I hate people. I really do. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice. um, but yeah. Uh, so as far as what we'll see, I know. It's super who's the dark head? lighting. It's super dark lighting. Hopefully it's just if that. You say so. What's the name of the European guy who kind of seems to be in charge now? I don't know. Uh, him, uh, I should look it up, but I'm tired. I think, I think Jason uh, or Jeff knows. What I mean, yeah, but um, he made a couple comments about how. First, he was talking about how a lot of these games are going to be PS5 only games, and how Sony still believes in generations, and like like it like like indicating that they're not going to be like focusing on any kind of major compatibility across generations for the launch the way Microsoft was positioning which of course caused Aaron Greenberg to come out and also tweet like we believe in generations that's why you get the next gen game for free but you can still play it on the old gen
1: like I'm I'm curious like they must, I, I find, I would find it hardly there's not some kind of, hey, look, if you buy Last of Us and Ghost of Tsushima, you're going
0: to be able to play those on PlayStation 5 some way. But ma- well, maybe yeah, there but, but he's he's not saying, he he's saying like um the way Microsoft is saying Halo Infinite is going to come out on Series X, but also will work on your Xbox One. Whatever game they're going to show. And, you know, uh, I think the speculation still points to Horizon Zero Dawn 2. Mm-hmm. Like that's not going to play on a PS4 See, in any way, shape or form.
1: Like that, that
0: doesn't bother me. A whole ton to be honest like I
1: kind of like you know that, that's kind of a I don't want to say I get it but it, it's whatever I'm much more concerned about old games playing on the new system than well, new I games playing on the old ones I believe he also did say to
0: somebody that um, the quote was I'm paraphrasing a little bit like The Last of Us 2 runs, runs perfectly on PS5 not indicating it's going to get like any sort of enhancement but it will play. So that that's, I, I expect we'll sure. hear about what their backwards compatibility plans are. Um, hopefully it's as extensive as Microsoft, because Microsoft announced the other day, they, they've talked about this before, they just kind of went in a little more depth on it, how every Xbox One game, it, like basically anything that plays on an Xbox One, including original Xbox and 360 backwards compatible titles, will play on Series X. Um, some games are going to benefit from increased resolution and frame rate just because, like, they have you know dynamic resolution and uncapped frame rates. Some games will get specific enhancements to double their frame rates to from 30 to 60 or even 60 to 120. Uh, and every game is getting like HDR, like just for free added, mm-hmm. which is kind of wild. So we'll see what, if anything, they're doing to enhance like PS4 games on I mean, the I, PS5. I
1: expect that. Xbox One is going to have like the better stuff in in that regard, right? I,
0: I think so too. I don't, like, I don't think it's Sony's focus, and it, it hasn't no. been for a long time. Ever since they dropped the PS2 from PS3 backwards compatibility, they, they, right. they've been very half-hearted about backwards compatibility. And, you know,
1: maybe it's not going to matter if you know they have better exclusives and like just from what I'm hearing it sounds like developers are a bit more excited about like the hardware on the PlayStation 5 so far I'm not sure if that's a
0: difference we're going to see necessarily but well, like it, sound, it's, it sounds like on paper and from what I've, I've been able to gather it, it's like the PS5 has that really fast memory and the Xbox has just kind of more horsepower and how's that going to bear out I think I feel like the horsepower is going to be there but like so negligible you're not going to see that and the the faster memory is going to be like it's like um HDR like like you don't get a sense of it until you're actually like playing it and using it mm. so it's it's hard to advertise either of those you know yeah yeah
1: but uh yeah, I'm excited for it. So I just start. Do you, what,
0: what do you think, game wise? Do, do you
1: think Horizon Zero think Dawn Horizon is, is a safe gotta bet? Be, I think that's got to be it. It's hard to like because it just seems like it's of the ones that you can't make a sequel to. It seems the most. It's next up, right? Unless there's right. something like it, super new and out of nowhere, like because. I mean that came, you know Horizon came out before Spider Man. It came out before God of War. We yeah, just haven't done anything since. Yeah, Naughty Dog has obviously been busy with Last of Us, and uh, Sucker Punch has obviously been busy with Ghost of Tsushima. So, it seems like Guerrilla Games is, is up to bat here.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm I'm for it. You know, we got that PC version coming this summer. So oh,
1: yeah, I mean I liked uh, Ghost of
0: Tsushima quite quite a bit. So you mean, I mean Horizon rough. excuse Horizon <laughs> Moi. But yeah, I'm for it. And I'm sure we'll see uh, some more third-party stuff. I wonder if we'll get another look at Valhalla, the uh, Assassin's Creed. Although it seems like they yeah, kind of they kind of swing towards Microsoft these days with the right. AC games. Well, Sony, I guess like you know Sony Studios, like
1: that's still confusing. Like that cause the company that like has see, always seemed like behind stuff like NAC or. Uh, like even like, you know, Last Guardian and stuff like that, they'll have something. I don't know what it's going to be. Maybe it's not gonna be a three, baby. I mean, you know, I wouldn't mind. <laughs> Those games get better. They get better. So I never played NAC 2. I, did, I played it. Well, I didn't. I never owned it. But I played it when I played it at like the events. I'm like, yeah, this is fun.
0: Huh, NAC 1 was very
1: boring to me. It, it was missing something. But, I, yeah. you know, I, I, NAC 1 is like such a launch title game, right? Right. That is like the epitome of a launch title game. Right. So, and like, that's the thing. I, I still expect that. Like, one of the things with the Switch that was so great was that it didn't feel like that at launch. Partially because because you got they, a, a Zelda game. <laughs> yeah, the Zelda game that one's made ever that they've been working on for like years before they probably thought about the Switch, right? So they had this mm-hmm. kind of bizarre advantage there. But uh, so yeah, I'm not expecting that. But uh, it'll it'll be interesting to see these things shake up. I mean, I wonder if they're going like that's somewhere Microsoft has an advantage is that they just they're gonna have a Halo game, right? Right. Uh, And this—it'll be the first time a system has launched a Halo game from since the original Xbox. So that's that's kind of significant,
0: right? Like that means something for sure. For sure. I'll tell you what. And you know what they're doing—that's really smart—is the way they've been releasing the Master Chief Collection on PC. Like, like I feel feel like people are talking about Halo just in general more than they have in a very long time. So that that was that was a pretty good move, just to kind of get it Mm -hmm. in the conversation before the Infinite reveal in July.
1: All right, but yeah, full, full scene
0: ahead, man. We're, we're we're
1: getting there. We're 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 heading to like this period that's like should be E three ish. You
0: know, you know, what I hate Mike. All what? these events are at the worst possible time of day for me. Oh, yeah. My well, son well, naps from up. one to four o'clock every day, and huh. every freaking event is either eleven o'clock or four o'clock or five o'clock. Mm-hmm. Can't one of these happen at one o'clock? It'd be so perfect. He goes hey. to nap. I give the girls the switch in the 3ds and say go fuck off. <laughs> I just watch my thing. Whoa.
1: Yeah, look, whatever, man. I'm working. I don't like five
0: o'clock. It's a little late for my working time. So <laughs> it's, it's a four o'clock for for this one o'clock Eastern time, need, or Pacific time. I need it to be Eastern time. Yeah. But yeah, it's funny. It, you know, it's it, it's funny. Uh, I saw this opine somewhere on Twitter. I think uh, I forget who said it, but it's like. All these events that were supposed to be E3 have been scattered to the winds, and then Sony, who was the first to drop out of E3, are holding this event, and what would have probably been E3 weekend. Yeah, that's true. Right? Like, did we know dates for what would have been E3 2020? Was it this Uh, weekend or next? No, I mean,
1: we knew it was going to be next week. It's usually like around the, the 11th. Right, yeah, so like that. that's kind we of fun. We had dates. We had dates. They announced the dates right after the uh, the show ends the previous year, so mm-hmm. it's always going to sign as you're walking out usually. I think one year there wasn't, but yeah, that's usually how it goes. All right, Ashley. what have you been playing?
0: Uh, I- I Elder Scrolls know. Online is a phenomenal game, it turns out, Mike. I, yeah, I uh, know you like it. So I think I think when we last recorded I, I'd hit level cap, but now I actually finished the main story quest finally. 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 And I, I guess I'm going to give a few spoilers for that. The way that quest kind of unfolds a bit here. So if you haven't finished the five year old campaign to that game or as long it's been, you know, you've been warned. Uh, it does this cool thing where it's like, you know, you're, you're kind of talking to the main characters. And it's very much that whole like, this is the last chance we may have to talk. Do you have anything you want to discuss? Yeah, like that kind of thing. Like, OK, we're going to beat this game. And, you know, I do this quest line that involves the faction leaders, Who I, I the one faction I haven't played yet. Uh, turns out he's voiced by Bill Nighy, and the other one is Kate Beckinsale. I was like, oh, wow, my faction is no one famous at all. <laughs> oh, well. But, uh, <laughs> you know, you do this this quest, you're like, going to go to Cold Harbor, which is the Molag ball, the main bad guy, of his domain, and Oblivion, and get there, and everyone gets separated. I'm like, oh. This is just like another uh, region, like 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 it's a full map. There's a town. There's quests. I'm like, oh, wow. okay, sweet. So you do like like a whole quest chain there and it like works you through the region. Like as you assault his domain, like it was like built really, really cool. Um, You finish that up and then you go for the final assault on Molag ball with the uh, the companions. And that's like Michael Gambon's character. Jennifer Hale's in there. Um, Oh, so is uh, Alfred Molina. Doc Ock himself. He's one of the characters too. Oh, nice. It's a crazy voice cast in this game. So anyway, it does the thing that that that's really fun in games. It's, it's, it's the Half-Life 2 thing where before you fight the final boss, they just make you crazy OP for a while. Right. Uh, so you get like this cool gold armor and you're just one shotting everything. So I just have like my bone arrow just like shooting everything as I'm working my way through this like kind of area. Uh, and then the final boss fight had like all this really cool scripted stuff like Molag Ball is like this huge like 50 foot. Mm, bigger than that demon and he like rips you towards him using like a force pull sort of thing he clutches you in the air and as he's about to crush you you like blast him with this divine light and he drops you and he shrinks down and you fight him and then like you get him down to like 5% health and um he like kneels he like falls to the ground before you on one knee and you like whip out this giant like uh light sword and slice him in half mm. I was like this is freaking great was so, yeah. oh, like a good it, light sword yes so yeah it was uh, it's super fun so I I finished that and I've started the new expansion that came out this week called Greymore, which is set in western Skyrim Uh, do you remember do you remember the the, the city Solitude the one that kind of sat on that big rock peninsula that's kind of the main city in this expansion okay um and it also takes place in uh, Morthal, if you remember that town. That was the town being attacked by by vampires in Skyrim, yeah, which is appropriate because this is kind of all like a big vampire and werewolf expansion. Uh, uh, so yeah, it's uh, it's 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 really cool. They have they have a couple new uh, world quests. It's kind of like the dolems in the base game, but it's like these storms that happen. Right.
1: So, but you can go wherever. You, but like you could go to like. Do the Morrowind stuff now, or you could go do the Somerset. You you Somerset, can be level one and do any of this.
0: You can be level one and just start in Greymoor. It doesn't ha- matter, right? But you haven't done the Morrowind stuff, right? I've 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 done a chunk of the Morrowind stuff with a Warden character I have. Right. Uh, like I said, the, the cool thing about this game, the way it works, is so I'm I'm playing with my max level character, and he's getting champion points. So that's kind of like uh like the Paragon system in Diablo three, where you're 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 just kind of leveling, getting these these points you could put into passive skills and the loot is scaling with that but the the kind of hard cap on that is 160 for the loot that you can get champion points i think forever um Hmm. but loot won't go higher than champion level 160 but once you have your alts hit level 50 they immediately hit the champion point level of your of your main like like your champion levels account wide so kind of what everyone recommends, this is what I'm doing for now, is I'm just playing my main character still getting to 160. Because once I've done that, any loot, like like if I get a destruction staff because my guy's an archer and dual dagger guy, I can save that destruction staff. And then when my warden uh, reaches level 50, I can immediately give him a top level uh, weapon, for example. So, so that's kind of what I'm working on now yeah like, like i i've had fits and starts with this game over the years like i've always kind of enjoyed it but i never like made major headway but something about it's clicked like i found i figured out how to make builds that i like i found some good better resources online the mod community is really good right now i've got a lot of nice mods that kind of make it a little better to play on pc uh so yeah i've been enjoying the hell out of it and then it also uh, to, to go to your favorite topic on Uh-oh. june 16th uh it's coming to stadia oh dang man but um, finally, it'll have cross-play and cross progression with PC, just like Division Two has. Um, if, with Stadia Pro, you'll get the base game and Morrowind included with this subscription, and everything else is being sold. But what they haven't clarified yet, because I hate how they like don't just answer this right away. Like, like if if I already own gray elsewhere in somerset and i go cross play into stadia like what happens like can i not play a necromancer which is part of the um elsewhere expansion can i not go to those regions uh you know i have an eso plus subscription right now does that subscription carry over or Do they expect you to pay for that twice like they just haven't said so time will tell i guess but uh you you should if you ever signed up for a stadia trial <laughs> Like you uh, should no, do it right I don't now cuz if, no, you, if you if you do gonna... it before June third, you'll get two months. But if you wait no, till I'm after, you only get one I'm month. I'm not playing it. I know, but I'm just saying you should. I'm just in general, you should just get your
1: two no. months of Stadia and trust claim me, the games. Trust me, I don't have enough time to play the, all the games I want to play, let alone <laughs> add some Stadia thing to it. I can't believe Mike
0: just what, goons next month coming to the, to the pro line. Just lineup. get that for Switch, and
1: I, I I thought people said that like that wasn't a very good remake, right? <laughs> like that's no, no. The no. Consensus. Apparently they
0: patched it and fixed like well, most of the issues people had. I haven't played it since the patch, but yeah. They they, right. they 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 did a good thing, I guess. All right. But, yeah, uh, so, so anyway, if you want to play ESO, the, the two best ways to do it right now are either Game Pass on Xbox One, although that that's just the base game, or like I said, just sign up for a Stadia trial right now. You'll get two months free. The game launches on June 16th. You'll get it as part of that free trial, and you can try it out. And I if can't you like it, you, just, you can just either keep that or get it on PC. I can't believe this game came out in... A- six years ago now is that wow that's crazy 2014, i mean it's, it's April not quite the extent wow it's not quite final fantasy 14 um but they have changed it a lot from that launch if you played it at launch you're like why is he talking about Elder scrolls line like they really have done a lot of this game and have continued to do a lot <laughs> to make it really really damn good I it's, said, a, it's uh, a pretty good game. right
1: like I, I i'm still spending a lot of time right now just like leveling up Characters in WoW for fun ahead of the
0: new expansion, which is something I usually do before the new expansion. See, I, I, I was doing Piera that. High. I just, I just hit that WoW burnout period, and you see, this year thing I like about ESO because usually, like, I, I this would happen, and I'd be like, oh, I'll play SwoTOR or you know, back in the day it would have been like Guild Wars like Two or, really. or something, right? Really? Right. And well and the problem is like any other hot bar mo, it's like you play for twenty minutes, you're like, I should just be playing WoW and like progressing there, but ESO plays so differently that I don't get that sensation. Like, it's a different enough game, <laughs> w- w- which really helps. So, I mean, I like, I mean, if I wasn't doing, wow, well, it would be
1: Final Fantasy 14. But, like, 14, yeah. my quote unquote problem with the game is that, like, because it's the one MMO with a good story, I don't actually want to zone out while playing it. And usually I'm playing an MMO. When I kind of want to zone out, right? Yeah, you're like, like listening
0: to a podcast, or yeah, right. Like that. It's,
1: it's funny because it's like, ah, oh, this aspect of the game is too good to offer me what I really want right now,
0: <laughs> which is valid. I mean, I mean, yeah. I, I think it's good to have that kind of game you could play in zone. I mean, Division Two can be that. Like today, I was playing it. I was actually playing it through Stadia on my Surface Book, and I was just, you know, getting control points and shade caches and just running around and and, and having a good mm-hmm. old time. There You go. There you
1: go. Oh, uh, but uh, I've been playing uh,
0: the Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition. I, I have it. I, I didn't get a chance to start it yet since it came uh-huh. out on Friday, but but it's downloaded on my Switch, and I'll probably try to start it up tomorrow yeah. night.
1: Right, because you, you liked the Wii I did. version. Because you're not was usually I, a JRPG guy.
0: I hit a point in the story of the game when I was playing it on Wii. It was, it was kind of like... Like, like a transition point like like it kind of like was a stopping point like another chapter was starting so to speak I guess yeah, you there could say
1: in the game, yeah
0: yeah yeah and and like I, I'm i sure like what just happened is like around that time something else came out and I just bounced off it no and just way. Never, you never do it. that. yeah I know remember yeah, how much right. you
1: loved Final Fantasy VII Remake you haven't played it in like a nah, month
0: I, w- I was waiting for that yeah um but anyway, yeah. Um, in fact, what are you
1: doing buying this game? Go finish Final <laughs> Fantasy VII. Because I
0: Come can play on. this in bed. I can't play Final Fantasy VII in bed because it's on you the PlayStation. Please,
1: please beat Final
0: Fantasy VII. I'll, I'll try. I'll try. Yeah, uh, the biggest impediment me playing that game it. is that it's on PlayStation 4.
1: Oh, my God. Frank, you need to clean up that area
0: where your PlayStation 4 is so you actually enjoy playing games down there. I did, actually. I did move some stuff out of the way there. Mm. But uh, we keep we keep threatening Jessica and I, my wife, that uh, we we threaten each other that we're going to clean this basement finally one day because it's been like the last (laughs) thing to finally get put. It's put together since we moved into this house four years ago. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, four years ago next week. All right. Your excuse. But uh... thank you. Yeah, but I mean, I, I, How is I cl- it that? Like, 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 you. Because you played it on Wii and 3DS. I played it a little bit on the Wii, then I
1: got a little bit further on the 3DS version. And uh, now I'm actually like, I'm like 20 hours in, so I'm like full steam so, ahead. Why didn't the game grab you in the first place, do you think? I don't know. Also, when the Wii version came out, I wasn't the JRPG fanatic that I am now. Yeah. Plus, it did kind of suck playing a game like that on the Wii. Right, <laughs> right. It was right. very blurry. The 3DS version, I, like. I think I think something else is came that I'd rather play on the 3DS at the time. And let's be clear, like it was impressive that they got that on 3DS, but it didn't like run super great. Right. Like that wasn't really the way to, to, to play that game. But uh, like now I, I like I beat Dragon Quest 11, like right before this happened, so I have like it's like, all right, yeah, well, I guess we'll just go right into this one. And yeah, it's a uh, super fun, super well done. The weirdest thing about it is how it's like making me hate Xenoblade Chronicles too.
0: I did enjoy just,
1: your uh, your your retro beat about this. Right. I just I think it was even retro. It was a, just a story, but I wrote a whole okay. story about this and like so you can read that on gamespeed.com but like it's weird like I, I don't want to say I regret the score I gave Xenoblade Chronicles Chronicles 2. I gave it an 82. But I kind of do. I feel like like now that I'm further away from it, I'm like man that was too high cuz like I think about that game now especially with the context of, some of the other JRPGs I played on switch and even like now playing this first one, I'm like, this Single the play Chronicles one is just better
0: than single play Chronicles two in almost it every way. The, uh, it was the dragon age inquisition effect. Cause, cause it, 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 there weren't a lot of JRPGs on the switch yet when that game came out. And since then you've gotten a lot more you're like, Oh, this is what this, you know, should be, on this system yeah. as far as this mean, genre goes yeah i think yeah, I mean, Two was helped a lot it, 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 it was its place in history
1: yeah yeah but it's just like scene Chronicles Two is just, like it's too convoluted in some sections The like the characters and story is bad and shallow and then like it has like that kind of like weird extra anime vibe and like scene chronicles also has an anime vibe but this one has like that weird like pervy anime vibe to mm-hmm. it really pushed up to 11. It's just, it's just kind of weird. A lot of, lot of, lot of boob jiggle. <laughs> There's a lot of boob. From that boobs, clip I saw that you right. posted. Right, and like, like, yeah, like, I don't, like, whatever. But, like, it's, it's, it's a lot. It's ridiculous. The right. fact that I wrote the story about, like, you know, the fact that I wrote a story about how the boobs in a video game were ridiculous and people actually weren't mad at me, like people were actually like, yeah, Xenoblade Chronicles 2 actually did go too far. Like that tells me that they <laughs> that, did.
0: because That does tell you a lot.
1: Right. Because normally everybody would be thrilled to scream at me about an opinion yes, like that, yes. I feel like. So so, yeah, it's 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 a little that's like the big takeaway right now is that. This is just better than the other one and it's it is fun though uh one that like one of the things that's freeing right now is that i'm like oh i don't have to play a shulk because each character plays very differently and mm-hmm. i kind of have this mage character and like i like having her be the main kind of party leader and her whole thing is like she could summon like three kind of like elementals and each one provides a different buff and then she could also like her like main like ability is that she can kind of like use up one of those buffs and that's how she like deals damage so it's like this really fun thing of juggling the order you do it. Uh, it's like, you know, there's one you want to keep more as a buff, but there's one you want to use to like expel damage and stuff like that. So yeah, it's pretty, pretty engaging and fun.
0: What about you? anything else you've been playing? Oh, like we kind of mentioned at the top of the show, we, we, we've we been doing our division two. Mm-hmm. We're, we're going to try to finish the, the last strongholds before we go to the uh, New York expansion. Yeah, We're just about ready for New York. It's kind of fun how like we, we kind of fell into this point. Where we're like, I guess we're all three. Just play this together pretty much and just kind of do that. It's become our social hangout, I guess.
1: yeah. We, we kind of got to a point where we we're all re- around the same spot in it. So it's like, all right, yeah. Yeah, I, guess we'll, I guess we're playing this together now. So, yeah, that's nice. It's very, very, like even more so than World of most so It's very chill, <laughs> right? Yes, it is. Just running around and shooting people. And like I was playing Overwatch with Chris today. And, like we weren't doing super well at first and then we were winning. But even so, I was like, eh. I don't even want to like I don't want to concentrate this much right now
0: right. on a game. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah.
1: Did we uh do we talk about Crucible? <laughs> oh yeah, we should do that. I
0: forgot all about it. Yeah.
1: It's not I don't think it's doing it well. I think it's going it's going to become another uh what was that boss key game? Oh The, uh... <laughs> the Cliffy B thing. Yeah, it's gonna be there, I think wow. I think it's going
0: what, what yeah. the hell is that called? It had a strange
1: name. Something with gravity was involved, right? Was it? Oh my God! I'll wow. look it up.
0: Wow! <laughs> how quickly that went. Boss Key Productions.
1: They made a game
0: called Lawbreakers. <laughs> oh, that tells you everything you know. Okay, so Crucible. Crucible is interesting. It's, it's, is the, I think the kindest thing I could say about it is, it's trying to do a lot. It's trying to do too much. Yeah. And, and also, it feels like, I mean, we played two matches, so take this with a great salt. It feels like there's some balance issues uh, so far. There, there's the one character who's like a shark looking guy with an axe, and he's just crazy strong because I played with him in the first round. I was just destroying people. And then we played the second round. We didn't have him on our team, but the other team did. And, like, right. we couldn't stop See, him.
1: like, that that I'm not too... Like, I think that's just a lot of people not understanding spacing. It's like how everybody thought fashion was superpower when they first started playing Overwatch. Right, right. To me, the big issue is that it has... I think it's leaning too much into the MOBA side of things, right? Which is basically what the issue was with uh, Battleborn, well, I, which, I guess which we just should explain reminds me of a lot.
0: How, how, and I think there's other game modes, but the one we played is basically you have two teams of four... And you drop into this map almost kind of um, like Battle Royale style. Okay. And there's, you know, there's there, there's there's PVE elements, there's there's mobs to kill. Uh, they're dropping XP. Uh, there's there's XP generating nodes you can capture. And then ultimately, this big plant will spawn somewhere and you have to first fight the plant. And it's shooting like stuff at you. And then once you've killed it, you have to claim the heart of the plant. And doesn't matter who kills the plant. It matters who claims it. And so the fights kind of break out around these plants because you're, you're trying to, to, to get this part. So, even though like the map seemed kind of like impossibly huge, like at the very beginning, like it You're quickly specific you, yeah it draws you to to a point. But the problem is then like it gets a little convoluted because you like use up the drop zones on the map, and you end up just dropping further and further away if you die. So it, it kind of has that snowball problem a lot of mobas have, or once you fall behind in both like well- just dying in general and like you level. Just like a MOBA. Like, was, it's really hard to get back.
1: That's the thing is that because like a, a part of the game is like fighting creeps and leveling like at a MOBA. And I don't think I just don't think that works for an FPS like this because it's like, oh, we didn't kill enough like random monsters. Now we're just too far behind in level and we're going to lose. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think that's what people want team fights to come down to in a game like this.
0: Yeah, it, it didn't feel. Like, like that match we lost they were they were like three levels ahead of us by the end it's like we can't do anything like it doesn't matter how good I shoot this guy he's not going to die mm-hmm. so, yeah, and that I mean, to feel be clear great. like the game had some really good points like I think the character designs and like the character abilities are pretty yeah, interesting yeah I, like, I like that part so I wonder if the other two modes are a little more kind of Overwatchy, for lack of a better way of putting it <laughs> Right,
1: like I was having like I was playing this guy this like little drone named Bug and like you can kind of deploy turrets and like you like like, set where you want the turrets to be and they have to shoot them to activate them and that kind of felt fun. So like, yeah, I like the characters and stuff. I just I I feel like. I don't
0: know how much they could change that. It seems kind of so well, fundamental to like the way they built the game. Chance, but.
1: You have your chance to make a first impression, and that's about it on this stuff, Yeah, right? so
0: I don't know. I don't, I don't see this, especially caught with Valorant launching, though they couldn't have timed this more poorly. Yeah, I think they're, they're hosed. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see I mean, we'll at least, see at least it is free does. to play, because that was the thing LawBreakers was like a $30 purchase. Yeah, that didn't damn. help. Breakers, but, like, I, feel like, I feel like I feel like I feel like no one's talking about this game like like the day yeah. it came out people were like oh crucible's out and like that's been it no, streamers been. aren't playing it like they didn't do they should have done the thing that um you know, Call of Duty did this Valor breakers, did it like get, yeah. get Ninja and Tim the Tatman and all those guys like playing crucible pay him some money and no one they didn't really do that yeah yeah it's it bizarre. works you know just saying yeah I know
1: <laughs> uh I played a lot of DuckTales, too, speaking of hot new games. There you go. How was <laughs> yeah, that? Was, oh, that's great. I just had fun. I was play, I was just like looking something to d- play, like chill, and I found the uh, the uh, Disney Afternoon Collection, the Xbox One, and whew, that was fun. It's, mm-hmm. it's nice because, like, I, at first I was playing through it and I was using the rewind feature just to kind of learn the game. And then, like, okay, now I can actually beat this game, like, legitimately. And then I did, and it felt good
0: there you go because I'm you, a smart legend? boy
1: yes that's right I'm not as dumb as I look
0: <laughs> I'm not as dumb as you think I am
1: yeah yeah like uh, I mean I don't think it's. I don't know if it's better than DuckTales 1 if only just because it doesn't have the moon theme well right but uh, it was uh, very enjoyable I need to go play uh like Chippendale Rescue Rangers 2 now see what's up with that because <laughs> I really
0: have no idea right I tried to get my kids to play those games, and uh, it was a little beyond them. It bit, bit much. much. I'll tell you what, though. So, I got my 3DS out because we we have some trouble sharing these days. It oh, was no. easy for you and I because I was the older brother, so I just yeah. you know I was first player. Uh, that doesn't always work with these two. So, I got the 3DS out. One of them, and they 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 do a good job sharing between the Switch and handheld and the 3DS, and they'll go in their room or whatever. So, if I need. Them out of my hair, or they just you know if it's raining or whatever. Here you gotta play some video games, Um, but uh, they they've really started liking mario odyssey and they're getting good good at it like they're getting moons on their own like we start a new save file and they're playing it and they're uh they're they're getting it so that's kind of fun to watch oh man because they they were were trying to play the co-op mode and i wish they didn't even put that in the game it's just it's a bad way to play mario odyssey it just doesn't work what's wrong Have have you ever really done it no one person controls the hat but the problem is you know, for one, you can't you you literally just can't do some of the moves like the one like where you throw the hat out in front of you, then leap into it to jump a little further. Like you just can't do that. Yeah, um, it seems at like any a point, thing. whoever's playing as Cappy can just make Mario jump, which, you know, can really screw you up if you're just unexpectedly jumping. Right. And, uh, I mean, you know, when it's two five-year-olds fighting, you know, it's mm. it's kind of hard to, to coordinate too much. So it caused more problems than it's solved, <laughs> letting them both play Mario Odyssey at the same time. I see, um, I see. But they got they got 3D Land and and I got New Super Mario Brothers two on my 3DS, so they, they kind of go between those when they had the 3DS. They also just really enjoy playing with the the 3D Pokedex app on the 3DS. Uh, so so that's fine. Uh, pretty, Sophia, oh, just
1: like just look at the Pokemon.
0: Yeah, Sophia tried to play uh, Pokemon uh, Sun, I think, and she's like, "What's this say? What's this say? What's this say?" Mm, I was like, "Okay, yeah. listen, honey." You need to learn how to read before you can play yeah. Pokemon. I'm very sorry. Although, you you got some. Of this. Didn't Sophia call you the other day? Did she do her Pikachu thing for you? Yeah, she just pretended she was Pikachu for a long she's while. She's decided. She's, like, trying to... Like, doing a good job. She's, like, imitating Pikachu's voice. Not just, like, a little kid saying, Pika, Pika. She's, like getting it like to a very good degree he I'm very be, impressed you must her, be actually. so proud I am very proud we've been watching the show again on Disney now and oh my gosh oh yeah she's she's in a big Pokemon kick right now it's very funny oh okay. I'm good I'm um, good but yeah, so, uh, so that, that's what they've been doing. I, I, I'm going to tr- possibly bust out Minecraft Dungeons within this weekend. I feel like I need to play by <laughs> myself first just to figure it out. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like it's pretty simple, honestly. Yeah, I think yeah. it'll be good
1: for them, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think because they like Minecraft, uh, so so the aesthetic will be familiar. And, uh, we'll see how that goes. But yeah. I did have two technical things I wanted to bring up because uh, I don't think I talked about it. I got an NVMe drive for my for my desktop uh last week there, there was a really good sale on amazon i had some gift cards so i jumped on it uh so i got a one terabyte uh western digital black NVMe m.2 drive and this is one of the best upgrades i've ever put in my computer like video cards cpus all right. that's all great uh it actually has me excited for the next gen consoles because i kind of get it now uh for, for example playing elder scrolls online fast travel is like almost instant uh Division Two. It's it's ridiculous how much faster that game loads than it used to. Uh, it, it's a really really nice upgrade if you have the the motherboard with a slot and you could. I mean, if you if you don't catch these on sale at the right time, they can be kind of pricey. But if you if you could find one for you know, I I think the 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 price of the sale was about one hundred thirty bucks, and I had forty dollars and some gift cards and stuff, so I, that's mm-hmm. what I got it for. Uh, but it's it's very worthwhile. It's very nice. And then I also got a new router because my 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 Netgear Orbi died, and I kind of decided I was done with mesh networking for now. I don't like, I I, I was like at the point where I just barely need it in my house to get to the, the the upstairs, but I figured if I just got like a crazy powerful router, I'd be fine. So I was this- pretend. Let's pretend that I don't know what mesh network. Is. Mesh is like like Eero and Google uh, Wi-Fi, where you have like multiple beacons and they create like a like. It's not like you have to connect to one or the other. You just connect to your Wi-Fi and it figures out which one you're gonna connect to. Mm-hmm. But the problem with that is it can still. Um, you lose some speed if you're not on the main router. Not as much as you would with like a traditional extender. Plus, it just creates a lot more wireless interference in your house. Um, like like I have those Astro A50 headsets that I, I just couldn't use. Does drop signal all the time. So now that I have just a singular router, I can actually use those again, which is kind of nice. Um so it's, a, it's a TP-Link Archer A20. It's got six massive antennas sticking out of it, but it works like a dream. And it, the big thing that neither mesh thing I've ever used, um, they blocked out a lot of settings. This gives me everything I need, so that's nice, too. So okay. huh. if you need a router I uh, I recommend this TP-Link Archer A20. It's very nice. TP-Link Archer H1. It's a fun
1: fun thing to say, right? All right, Yasgar, anything else you want you want to talk
0: about? I don't think so. I don't think so. I'm excited about this PlayStation 5 reveal. Yeah, man. we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll do we'll do a show that night, I guess. It's a Thursday, so uh, yeah, we'll figure we'll out what's that. going on. And uh, It's, ha- it's yeah, happening. It it is. It's it's, it's, it's true.
1: All right, thanks for listening, everybody, to the Exploding Barrel podcast. You can find more of us at ebpodcast.com. dot com. You can uh, follow us on Facebook and Twitter, and uh, we'll be having a new episode of Nineties Disney pretty soon here on the Indiana Jones Adventure Ride in Disneyland. So it's also in, ca-
0: and, uh, it's also in Japan. It, yes. Although, it's the Temple of the Crystal Skull, right? Yeah, I never
1: understood exactly like how
0: different or not those two It's not very are. different at all. I watched a video. It's um, a few little tweaks here and there. Um, but I think that came out before the movie. Like, I don't know why they... Like, it's not like they did it because the Crystal Skull movie came out. Yeah, I think it was just a coincidence of some kind, actually. Yeah, very strange. I don't know. It must there be a thing in Japan. I don't know. Maybe
1: Chris will find out doing his research. Oh, there you go. Be okay. Better. Alright, everyone. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week right here on the Exploding Barrel Podcast. Bye-bye.